98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Congress is working to avoid a government shutdown. We have the story. I'm Rodney Price. Implementation of Wichita's Code of Ethics policy moves forward. Those details are coming up. Kobach nominates a former GOP primary rival as KBI director. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Mostly clear, much colder across Wichita and south-central Kansas this morning, and we stay in that pattern for quite some time. Our full forecast for the rest of the day is on the way in just a few minutes. Congressional negotiators say they have reached a deal on a government funding framework. With government funding set to run out Friday at midnight, top congressional appropriators on both sides of the aisle say they have struck a deal on a spending package that would fund the government through the next fiscal year. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell has warned the measure must pass by December 22nd, or Republicans will back a short-term patch that would only provide funding into early next year. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says he expects the package to contain priorities both sides want to see passed, like more funding for Ukraine. The House is expected to pass a week-long stopgap spending bill today that would allow negotiators enough time to complete the measure and Congress to approve it. In Washington, Sean Fox News. A massive storm blowing across the country has spawned several tornadoes that wrecked buildings and injured a handful of people in Oklahoma and Texas. Tornadoes also left two people missing in Louisiana. Now, Louisiana is uh, listing at least two fatalities in relation to the storm. Meanwhile, much of the central United States braced for blizzard-like conditions from the Rocky Mountains to the Midwest. Some tornado damage reported in Oklahoma as well. Authorities in South Dakota and Nebraska shut down interstates due to freezing rain, drifting snow, and high winds. Ethics complaints against selected and elected and appointed officials of the city of Wichita can now be investigated. The city council approved an agreement with the Public Policy and Management Center at Wichita State University who will help implement the city's ethics policy. Policy 39 was adopted in May 2021, creating an ethics advisory board. A search for an ethics officer has so far been unsuccessful. Thanks to the council's action, the PPMC can now authorize outside counsel to review and investigate complaints received until an ethics officer is selected. During Tuesday's meeting, we learned there are currently four ethics complaints outstanding. Kathy Sexton with the center described what questions counsel would ask as they investigate a complaint. Is it frivolous or is it groundless? And if not, then I think it'll be a matter of days before the um, uh, requests are sent to the person being complained about so that they can have their required seven days to respond. If an elected or appointed official is found to have violated the ethics policy, they could face ethics training, be censured, fined, or worst case, be recommended for removal from office. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Kansas Attorney General-elect Chris Kobach says he is nominating a former federal prosecutor as the next director of the Kansas Bureau of Investigation. Kobach announced Tuesday that he had picked Tony Mativi, who was among Kobach's GOP primary rivals, to replace retiring KBI director Kirk Thompson. Mativi was a federal prosecutor for more than 20 years and coordinator of anti-terrorism and homeland security efforts in Kansas when he retired in November of 2020. Mativi's appointment will need to be confirmed by the Kansas Senate 
after lawmakers open up their next session on January 9th. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. President Biden is showing optimism for the economy. With inflation rising just 0.1% for November, President Biden says there's still work to be done. Make no mistake, prices are still too high. We have a lot more work to do, but things are getting better, headed in the right direction. The latest consumer price index shows prices climbing 7.1% compared to last year. When asked when he expects prices to get back to normal, the president says he hopes by the end of next year, but is convinced they won't go up. The White House says starting in January, price caps through the Inflation Reduction Act for health care costs like insulin will help Americans pay less for everyday essentials. At the White House, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. At today's meeting the, with the uh, Sedgwick County Commission, we'll be looking at naming an interim public works director. Commissioner Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News, Jim Weber is retiring after several years in that job. Jim Weber has been uh, our public works uh, director. Jim is a really good person. He works really well with the city and the state. Uh, he's been there a number of years, and uh, and, and Jim's just a, he's just a good person. Meitzner commented during his weekly chat with Stephen Ted of the Morning on KNSS. KNSS News Time now, 8.05, five minutes past 8 o'clock. The Shockers in action yesterday at Coke Arena. We'll give you the fallout from that coming up in sports. Wichita's Old Cowtown Museum is looking to expand. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now 8.09. Nine minutes past 8 o'clock here on this Wednesday morning. Wichita's Old Cowtown Museum looking to expand. A new building has been proposed to house buggies, carriages, and wagons in an effort to showcase transportation used in the early days of the city. Officials say they have already raised over $250,000 to design and construct the new facility. Once it's complete, the city will assume ownership and operations. Congress is vowing to hold FTX's founder accountable for the collapse of the cryptocurrency exchange. Federal prosecutors allege FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried orchestrated a cryptocurrency scheme to defraud investors. This is one of the biggest financial frauds in American history. Hours before U.S. Attorney Damian Williams outlined several charges against Bankman-Fried, the former FTX CEO was scheduled to testify for a House committee. Unfortunately, the timing of his arrest denies the public the opportunity to get the answers they deserve. Financial Services Committee Chair Maxine Waters says her panel will continue to investigate the collapse of FTX. The company's new CEO told lawmakers there was an utter lack of record-keeping and no internal controls. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. The U.S. government says a major breakthrough has been made in energy production. U.S. government scientists now say they've made energy by fusing hydrogen atoms into helium. They've never been able to do it before. When the result was a net energy gain, Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm. Ignition allows us to replicate for the first time certain conditions that are found only in the stars and the sun. Nuclear fusion has long been thought of as the holy grail for clean energy production as it is nuclear power, but with no radioactive waste. Eben Brown, Fox News. Police in St. Louis searching for whoever shot a fast food worker. Police say it started when a man placed an order at a KFC drive through Monday night. He became irate and threatened the business and employees when he was told the restaurant was out of 
corn. Detectives say an employee went outside to talk to the would-be customer, but when he went back inside, he informed co-workers he'd been shot. The gunman fled the scene. The victim was hospitalized in critical but stable condition. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. 8-11 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And this morning, we've got the report of some erratic drivers uh, westbound on Kellogg, right around 119th Street West. Uh, the report was describing them as, quote, drag racing. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Not really a good time of day not for a, doing not that. Not a good idea. No. No, certainly not. But that's, uh, yeah, Kellogg and 119th West. So uh, watch out for drivers around there. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. The December we experienced just a year ago was much warmer than average, but now we are going to be running the opposite this year. A clear sky, cold across south-central Kansas. It'll be sunny and breezy today with a high 38. Clear overnight, hello 27. Then sunny and windy tomorrow with a high 37. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now a few clouds, 27 degrees, west wind at 13 miles per hour. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS, Wednesday, December 14th. After morning showers, a sunny, breezy day across central Kansas Tuesday. Wichita's high temperature was 55 degrees, normal high 46. Just over a quarter of an inch of rain recorded at Eisenhower Airport, 28 hundredths of an inch. 8.12 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Just a little less than a month away in January. The Kansas legislature will reconvene in Topeka, and uh, uh, there are a lot of folks who want to know about the leadership of both houses uh, being from our area. Wichita Regional Chamber is hosting an event uh, this Friday with Senators uh, Ty Masterson, Senator Ty Masterson, and Representative Dan Hawkins at the Wichita Marriott. Here with us this morning is Tony Porter, uh, Vice President of Government Relations with the Chamber. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. How are you today? Well, we're doing pretty well over here, really. <laughs> now, this the event that you have planned, it's going to be where? At the Marriott? East? It's, it's at the Marriott, uh, and you described it very well. We are so looking forward to having both the Senate president for the next uh, legislative session and the House Speaker, uh, Dan Hawkins, Senator Ty Masterson, Representative Ty Hawkins, and it's the first time in history that both of those leaders have been from Wichita, so we're looking forward to being able to have a program with them and learn about what they're uh, looking forward to in the next legislative session. That's a good point, because I don't remember that in my lifetime, that uh, the, the leadership came from, from this area. You know, it, it sometimes we we feel that maybe this area gets shortchanged a little bit in Topeka, and <laughs> maybe it's a chip on our shoulder, but... Uh, it's good to know that those uh, those two men are from the area in those positions. Now, this event uh, at 12 p.m. Uh, on Friday at the Marriott, is this open to the public? Tell me about that part. So it, uh, it, you can get tickets, yes. Okay, okay. It, to attend, and doors open at 11.30 a.m. Uh, the luncheon starts, uh, people will be seated. Luncheon will start around 11.45, and the program will start at noon. Um, the, if people are, are interested, they can go to the Wichita Chamber website, which I can give if you'd like me to. Wichita, okay. Yeah, um, Wichita, org, or they can call, I have that number here someplace close, um, <laughs> <laughs> to, at 316-265-7000. 
7771 and we will we would be glad to help them register to attend the lunch and uh, listen to this exciting program. WichitaChamber.org. That's pretty easy to remember. Yeah. <laughs> that That's pretty. And if they go there, all they have to do is find the event section, which is really easy, and it's very easy from there. Okay, so Tony, you have a position as Vice President of Government Relations for the Wichita Chamber. Uh, can you tell us, uh, I know you all have had your meetings, one or two of the issues that you really are, 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 are heightened inference in, uh, interest for us from here in South Central Kansas. What are you looking at? Okay, so I actually heard um, our commissioner, Pete Meitzner, on yesterday when I was listening to you all, and he was talking about the WSUKU biomedical campus. Um, and so that is on our agenda for the 2023 legislative session. It's also on the joint agenda that we uh, collaborate with uh, the, the county, the city, the chamber, of course, uh, the Greater Wichita Partnership, and the Regional Economic Area Partnership, also known as REAP. And so that's uh, very important. It's a collaboration between WSU and KU, and we're, what we're asking for is just continued funding for that. Um, in addition to we have um, a number of different areas. Our, our agenda is quite robust, but uh, some of the different areas are workforce development, talent and education, taxation and budget, economic development, entrepreneurship and technology, healthcare, transportation, energy environment and regulation, and then diversity, equity, and inclusion. So we have a number of things under each of those areas um, to uh, share and, and work with our legislators to help the Wichita region in Kansas. Well, you know, Tony, uh, the chamber over the years has always been uh, more optimistic about the future. I mean, we've had some tough times here, uh, especially over the last couple of years. But uh, what is the mood of, of people in business around the city? Is it, you think we're going back, coming back? I mean, the aircraft plants look like they're doing pretty well right now. Yes, I agree. And I one of the things that I think uh, – the aircraft, the aviation industry was uh, very happy about last year is that um, the legislator, and it, this was not the legislators, this was on our aviation um, part of our legislative agenda, but there was a key win in the passage of the aviation tax credit, uh, which, which helps both the employers and the employees um, in the recruiting situation. And so, um, they get they get a tax credit when when they hire within a certain field and and the employer the employer and the employee so um, they're very you know happy about that I think that's helped the industry it's the workforce is still very competitive I I know that you all talk about that from time to time so yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's I, a matter of uh, we see that we're seeing businesses come back and not being able to just find all the people they need and that certainly is something I know the chamber is concerned about you guys are Pay close attention to those things, and uh, they, that's that's exactly right. It, and you know, trying to um, enact and or help the legislature advocate for policies that are that are pro business, and will will help them be able to recruit the workforce that they need to succeed. Right, Tony. Hey, thanks for being with us. And again, this is at the uh, Marriott at twelve o'clock. Doors open at what do you say? Eleven thirty on Friday. 11:30 a.m. We'd love I, we'd love to have you all there, and if anybody wants to join us, please please have them reach out to the chamber, and we'll be happy to help them um, register for the event. All right, WichitaChamber.org, right, Tony? 
that's it. See, yes. I remembered. How about that? <laughs> hey, good job. Hey, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Tony. Tony Porter, Vice President of Government Relations at the Wichita Chamber of Commerce. 819 now, Steve and Ted here on KNSS, and it's, it's sports time. And again, uh, Jad Chambers of the Sports Desk talking about Shocker basketball last night. Right, Chad? That's right. The Shockers at home last night, Coke Arena, uh, taking on Mississippi Valley State. Uh, kind of an interesting matchup. It may have been a little uh, easy to call the outcome of this one. You heard it <laughs> over on uh, 103.7 KEYN. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl with the call. Over to Okafor, right corner to Pierre, five to shoot. Porter over to Walton, a long three. Good! Just got it off ahead of the shot clock. His second three, he's got 10, and that boosts the lead back to 20. Well, when you've got a guy that can shoot like that, Mike, it makes a big difference when the shot clock is winding down. And he oh. steals it out front, goes down, and hammers Okor's head with both hands. Get a reverse. Reverse dunk. Uh, Jake Juan Walton with a three and a steal for a dunk, and it's a 22-point lead. Yeah, at that point, it was 22 points. <laughs> that young man was busy. <laughs> well... That stretch there, yeah, kind of busy there. Uh, <laughs> final score of that one, 71 to 48. Uh, probably not really much of a ever in question sort of thing. 7,000 on hand at Coke Arena for that one. Uh, school record for turnover margin of plus 20. The Delta Devils had 23 turnovers. The Shockers, only three turnovers. So uh, that'll contribute to a 71 48 win. Uh, so the Shockers. Good, uh, good stuff there. They improved to six and four. They've got back-to-back wins at home. This weekly edition, uh, the weekly edition of KU Hawk Talk with head coach Bill Self is at six o'clock tonight over on ninety-seven five and twelve forty KFH. Uh, KU nine and one on the season, a three-game winning streak, undefeated on their own home court this season. KU hosting fourteenth-ranked Indiana Saturday morning. Uh, that'll be on KFH as well. You'll be able to hear that game. Uh, tonight is the JUCO Football National Championship game. Number one ranked undefeated Hutchinson Community College versus Iowa Western. Blue Dragons 11-0. The Iowa Western Reavers 9-2. An 8 o'clock kickoff at War Memorial Stadium in Little Rock, Arkansas. This game is going to be nationally televised on ESPNU. Hutchinson leads the nation in offense, 41 points per game. These teams met a month ago, and then it was a road win for Hutchinson. Really close, though, 29-28. to Hutchinson going for their second national title in the past three seasons. And that's sports on Stephen Ted in the morning. 822 now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Inflation is still strong. That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, 8.30 here on this Wednesday morning. And at 27 degrees, Steve and Ted. President Biden has signed the Respect for Marriage Law, indicating there is more work to be done. With the president's signature, all marriages are protected in all states. This law and the love it defends strike a blow against hate 
in all its forms. He added that Americans must go further. The president says the next step is passing the Equality Act. It prevents discrimination against sexual orientation and gender identity in many forums, including education and public facilities, and putting an end to killings like those seen in Colorado Springs. For a place of acceptance and celebration was targeted for violence and terror. The president suggested starting with many state statutes that target the rights of transgender children. Gernal Scott, Fox News. The company operating a pipeline that leaked crude oil into a northeastern Kansas Creek is recovering at least a small part of it. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency says Canada-based TC Energy had recovered almost 2,600 barrels of oil mixed with water from the 14,000-barrel spill. It occurred last week on a creek running through rural pasture land in Washington County, about 150 miles northwest of Kansas City. The spill prompted federal regulators to order TC Energy to take corrective action, and the order noted that the company was testing its pipe for internal problems when the spill occurred. At Tuesday's Wichita City Council meeting, the council acknowledged and approved the new owner for the Wichita Wind Surge. Diamond Baseball Holdings has purchased the team from CBI Investors. Prior approval of the sale by the city wasn't required, but it did have to be approved by Major League Baseball. Michael Burns, a representative of the new owner, says the Wind Surge would like to expand the number of non-baseball events that take place at Riverfront Stadium. But he says there's some work to be done first. We have to begin to get into the community and know what opportunities exist out there. You know, are there craft beer festivals that already exist? And could one be created? Could one be, could we work with the operators to have it at the ballpark? Um, What types of nonprofit, you know, walks, runs, those types of things are occurring. DBH will soon have ownership of 13 minor league franchises across the country. Rodney Price. KNSS News. Additional funding will help with new transportation projects in Kansas. More than $40 million in federal funds will help with new bridge projects that include Victory Road over the Little Arkansas in Reno County and Southwest Prairie Creek Road over Eight Mile Creek in Butler County. Kansas Transportation Secretary Julie Lorenz says the money will be used for 33 local bridge projects across the state. It doesn't matter how good our state highway system is if you can't get to it, if you can't get across a local bridge. We want sincerely to be good partners with our local governments to better serve Kansans. There are more than 19,000 bridges in the state, a quarter of them reported in poor condition. Officials say Ukraine may be about to get the most advanced air defense system it's gotten from the U.S. yet. The Patriot Missile Battery. Ukraine's President Zelensky's been pleading with the West for more robust weapons. Now, sources say the U.S. may be about to give Ukraine the Patriot Missile Battery a surface-to-air missile system. There's been concern about giving the Patriot to Ukraine because Russia may see it as an escalation of the war. And when asked about it, Pentagon spokesman Brigadier General Pat Ryder said... We're not going to preview or discuss... Uh, potential or you know, speculate on any security assistance. But U.S. officials have said that as Russia steps up its attacks, consideration of sending in the Patriot has taken on an increased priority. In Washington, Jill Nato, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. The low-pressure system that brought blizzard conditions to parts of western Nebraska is slow to move out, and so that's going to keep the cold air around for us for a while. Clear and chilly this morning, 
Sunny and breezy with a high 38 later on this afternoon. Clear overnight, Tello 27, windy and 37 on Thursday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now a few clouds, west wind at 13 miles per hour, 27 degrees. 8.30 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is time for entertainment news. The Blur this morning with Jed Chambers. Jed? Yes, and it's a look into the lives of former royals breaking a Netflix record. Fox's Michelle Polino with more. Our security was being pulled. Everyone in the world knew where we were. I said we need to get out of here. Netflix's docuseries Harry and Meghan got off to a strong start for their first three episodes. They recorded the best opening week for a documentary title on the streamer, with viewers logging 81.55 million hours of viewing worldwide. The series slid in at number two among English-speaking series behind runaway hit Wednesday. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Yeah, so some uh, good numbers there for the uh, uh, (laughs) Royals documentary there. Uh, Meghan and Harry over on Netflix. Today at the World Cup uh, in Qatar, a spot in the championship match is on the line in the second semifinal featuring Morocco and France. Got a little bit of a World Cup preview here from Fox's Eric Messersmith. Morocco is the first African nation to ever make the Final Four of a World Cup and has been the surprise of the tournament so far. A team with very little expectations coming into the event has eliminated soccer powers Spain and Portugal during their run to the semis. And with much of the Arab world united behind them, the match today will be more like a home game from the Moroccan side. As the defending World Cup champs, France, on the other hand, did carry the weight of expectations into the tournament. The French did not play their best game against England in the quarterfinals, but were still able to gut out a 2 to one win to reach the semis. The match between France and Morocco begins at 2 p.m. Eastern today on Fox. The winner will face Argentina in the final on Sunday. I'm Eric Messersmith, Fox News. One of your favorites, Steve. One of your favorite comedian actors. Oh, yeah. Adam Sandler. Big honor for Adam Sandler. Named the recipient of the 24th Mark Twain Award for American Humor. Considered to be one of the more prestigious honors in comedy. According to the Kennedy Center, the Mark Twain Prize, quote, recognizes individuals who've had an impact on American society in ways similar to the distinguished 19th century novelist and essayist Samuel Clemens, of course, better known as Mark Twain. Uh, amongst the other comedians who have won the Mark Twain Prize, Richard Pryor, Whoopi Goldberg, Bob Newhart, George Carlin, Lily Tomlin, Eddie Murphy, Tina Fey, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and John Stewart. And now Adam Sandler joins their ranks. Critics over the years, sometimes less enthusiastic about Sandler's work. In 2014, Mark Olson wrote in the Los Angeles Times that Sandler's movies, quote, exist on their very own plane of bad taste and questionable intentions. And in 2008, NPR's Bob Mondello wrote that his comedies, quote, take in millions. That's an inverse impor- uh, inverse proportion to the wit of their scripts. <laughs> Adam Sandler, 24th winner of the Mark Twain Award for American Humor. Marvin Gaye, I heard it through the grapevine, was on this day that it started a seven-week run on the number one singles chart in 1968. The Marvin Gaye version of I Heard It Through the Gatefine, placed on his 1968 album In the Groove, 
got attention of radio disc jockeys, and Motown founder Barry Gordy finally agreed to its release as a single on October in 1968, where it went to the top of the Billboard Pop singles chart for seven weeks. From 1968 to January of 1969, it became the biggest uh, hit single for the time on the Motown label. I heard it through the grapevine, Marvin Gaye. Uh, it was on this day in 1979 that the Clash released London Calling on this day in 1979. A double album often ranks high on critics' list of the greatest albums of all time. Collection saw the punk band experiment with multiple genres, pop, reggae, ska, rockabilly, a commercial hit. The album sold 5 million copies worldwide, certified platinum in the United States. The Clash's London Calling, released on this day in 1979. And as long as we're continuing to talk about the uh, music world, Michael Jackson's Dangerous started a four-week run at number one on the album chart on this day in 1991. It was uh, Jackson's eighth solo album, sold over 32 million copies worldwide. It features the number one single, Black or White, as well as three other top ten hits. Sonically, the album embraced rock, hip-hop, and New Jack Swing-style sound, while still emphasizing Jackson's pop and ballad mastery. So there we go. It was uh, on this day that it started number one on the album, the four-week run, Michael Jackson's Dangerous. And uh, we can continue on with uh, <laughs> we can continue on in the music world. Taylor Swift's time at the top has come to an end. Fox's Michelle Polino with a little more on this. Mariah Carey has floated to the top of the Billboard Hot 100 charts once again with her annual Christmas hit, All I Want for Christmas is You. She booted Taylor Swift's latest song, Antihero from Midnight's, back to number six, after a six-week streak at the pinnacle of the list. However, it wasn't an easy task to take Swift down a notch. It took the combined powers of Carrie's holiday classic and Christmas to knock Swift off. The top four spots were taken by Christmas songs. Following Carrie was Brenda Lee's Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, Bobby Helm's Jingle Bell Rock, and Burl Ives' A Holly Jolly Christmas. Michelle Polino, Fox News. I think we've actually played most of those this morning. <laughs> I think, but anyway, yeah, so uh, some big uh, music news there this morning. All right, the late night hosts, a little bit of humor from the late night host. Tonight's show starring Jimmy Fallon, of course, we're kind of getting into the Christmas season, so going to be some of those jokes going here. Mariah Carey doing a survey during the holidays. Most doing a survey during the holidays. Most dog owners buy a gift for their pet. Yeah. And then there's the people who are too lazy to shop and just give their dog cash. <laughs> Which is funny, but I don't know. I kind of think a gift card would have been an even funnier punchline. Yeah. Getting lazy and giving their, their dogs a gift card. Eh. Same difference. Same joke. Just I think a gift card might have been even funnier there. But, you know, it's... It's their writers, however they want to do it over there on The Tonight Show. Here's The Late Late Show with James Corden. Of course, one of the stories in the news is the arrest of the, uh, the, the founder of that crypto exchange. That FTX. story that we've been uh, yeah, going on. 
<laughs> and they're making fun of it. Here's the Late Late Show with James Corden. Sam Bankman-Fried, the founder of failed crypto exchange FTX, was arrested last night in the Bahamas after defrauding investors of $1.8 billion. Today, he was charged with eight counts of fraud, conspiracy, campaign finance, law violations, and money laundering. The feds had, obviously, a lot of questions for him, mostly questions like, okay, one more time, how does crypto work again? <laughs> and there it is. That, yeah, yeah that's, that's a pretty good one right there. Yep. Well, uh, Late Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Same topic. He tries to top that one. Bankman Freed was arrested in the Bahamas. Today, prosecutors unsealed an eight-charge indictment ranging from wire fraud to money laundering to conspiracy to commit fraud on the United States, which means he could face up to 115 years in prison because this allegedly guilty guy is allegedly very guilty allegedly. How allegedly guilty is he allegedly it turns out ftx's inner circle had a secret chat group called wire fraud okay that's that's a weirdly bald confession plus like getting a bumper sticker that says proud parent of an honor student and i'm an arsonist not bad it show with stephen colbert that's all we have for the blur today, Steve. All right, uh, eight forty-four now. Stephen, Stephen, here on KNSS. Coming up to the Wichita Business Journal update: Sedgwick County home sales mm, slumping. That's on the way, Stephen. Head of the morning here on KNSS. Stephen's out of the morning, KNSS, 8.49 here on this Wednesday morning. Now three big things. Three. Wichita City Council approves a new ethics policy, endorses sale of wind surge baseball teams. Several tornado storms damaged, reported in Oklahoma, Texas, Louisiana. At least three fatalities now reported. Blizzards blasting Nebraska and South Dakota. One. Congress working to avoid a government shutdown. Leaders say they have a deal for a funding framework. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Construction southbound I-135 up there by the uh, Kansas or the uh, North Junction. Uh, from 45th Street North down to that construction, actually closing the left lane from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. today. So that'll be starting in 10 minutes from now. They'll be closing that left lane, 45th Street North down to the construction there at the North Junction. Traffic update, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Sunny and cool today with a high of uh, 38 degrees. Yesterday's high was 55. Mostly clear tonight. The overnight low 27. And Thursday, sunny, breezy, and cool. Tomorrow's high, just 37 degrees. Now a few clouds, 27 degrees, and we have a west wind at 13 miles per hour. 8.50, Stephen, 10 of the morning. Stocks mostly higher in Asia. After a rally on Wall Street yesterday, the Dow closing up 104 points Tuesday. S&P up 29, and NASDAQ up 113. This morning, the S&P is up 12 points. The Dow is up 112 points, and the NASDAQ is up 25 points. So uh, some positive news there from Wall Street this morning. Business news now from the Wichita Business Journal. Sedgwick County home sales in November saw their sharpest year-over-year decline in 2022, 
According to the latest South Central Kansas MLS data, last month's sales dropped 32.5% compared to November of 2021 to 517 units. The move follows October's 25.4% year-over-year fall. Butler County and Harvey County home sales fell 34.5% and 41.7%. After an exceptionally strong market the previous two years, rising interest rates, mortgage rates around double what they were a year ago, and inflationary pressures have all contributed to the sales cool-down as 2022 has progressed. Wichita-based Genesis Health Clubs continues its national buying spree with its first acquisition in Orlando, Florida, and its largest yet, a 365,000-square-foot multi-purpose sports complex with the Orlando Magic used to practice. Genesis announced Tuesday its purchase of the RDV Sportsplex from MVP Sports Clubs, a subsidiary of RDV Corporation, an entity tied to the DeVos family which also owns the Orlando Magic. Genesis now has 61 locations nationwide, including three in Florida. Catholic Charities of Wichita has announced who its new executive director will be as Wendy Glick prepares to retire after six years in the role and 14 years overall with the organization. Tracy Kennedy will come from a leadership position at St. Thomas Aquinas Catholic Church in Wichita and will step into the role starting February 1st. Kennedy has more than 20 years of experience in nonprofit leadership. 8.53 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning. Elon Musk is no longer the richest man in the world, uh, richest person in the world, as Tesla stock continues to fall, according to Forbes. The new Twitter CEO is now the second richest person in the world, behind Bernard Arnault and his family. He is the co-founder and CEO of the French conglomerate LVMH. That's according to Forbes' real-time billionaires list. How much is Elon Musk worth? That's a question people want to know, right? His net worth is currently $178.6 billion. Before falling to second on the richest person list, Musk was worth around $184 billion. Meanwhile... Arnaud's net worth has uh, risen to $188.6 billion. And uh, I cannot imagine or even comprehend how much money that is. That's a lot of money. 8.54, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Ted Woodward, uh, no voice today. So he decided he would stay home, did a little work, helped us out from home. That was good. But uh, we hope to have Ted back in here tomorrow. And have a Stephen Ted show. And by the way, tomorrow is the Odyssey Wichita Christmas party here at the station. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I look forward to it every year. It's it's a good one. We have it in the afternoon. And uh, we are catered by Strouds. Right. Kevin, Kevin brings in uh, that great chicken. Yeah. You know, the potatoes and gravy and the green beans. Oh, well, it's Strouds. I it's mean, Strouds. Yeah. What do you say? It's going to be great. Yeah. We're going to have a gag gift exchange. You can't spend more than, uh, what is it, $20 on the gift. And I have, uh, well, this year, I usually don't get involved in that this year, though I have a, yeah. a terrific gift that I have put under the tree out there in the lobby already. And I'm sure folks are curious about what's in that giant box that I brought in. I guess I'd better go get something. You better you better do something. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, good, that's a good idea. So yeah. anyway, uh, we have that going on tomorrow and uh, 11 days until Christmas. 
If you're out and shopping here in the next few days, good luck to you. Have some patience. People are going to act kind of silly at that time of the year, but uh, have a little patience and and be of good cheer. This is the after all, this is a this is the greatest time of the year, right. the most wonderful time of the year, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Coming up here on KNSS, as we usually have this time of day, the Glenn Beck program is on the way. Top of the hour news at nine o'clock. Congress working to avoid a government shutdown, and we will have a. Uh, some more on that coming up at the top of the hour in our news on KNSS. And we want to thank you for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Lash Show. News updates all day. Stephen's head of the morning, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. High today, 38 degrees. Right now, 27. Get Wichita business.